0: down to the nuts and bolts was redesigned for the modern era. This is a much greater vision that he has. We're gonna have a base on the moon, we're gonna send people
1: to Mars. The work requires a lot of dedication, a lot of focus, and always a lot of risk. There's a part of you that can't let go of that hopefully irrational fear that something could go wrong. Launch makes you superstitious.
2: Here's my dragon socks.
0: There's always things you don't know about, so you don't know when those are gonna come and get you. It's going to be right on
1: the edge, probably. During your life, there are things that are risky. But if it results in a better world, maybe it's worth that risk.
0: What did they make this just for me? Let's start the show!
2: Welcome to Cord Killers, the show about watching the stuff you love when you want, where you want, however you want. I'm Tom Merritt. I'm Brian Brushwood, but
0: mostly I'm jealous that I don't have my SpaceX shirt within arm's reach of the camera the moment that got started.
2: Oh, Oh, am I wearing my SpaceX
0: shirt? (laughs) Bryce, what are we looking at here?
1: That was a trailer for the upcoming documentary film on Netflix called Return to Space. It's coming April 7th. It follows the work of NASA and SpaceX to launch two human... Uh, crew members to the International Space Station. Um, And I think it'll talk a little bit about the past decade of SpaceX and NASA uh, progression. So check that out. Netflix, April 7th.
0: My guess is there's going to be some pretty glorious explosion footage uh, the entire way. And I remember that moment when it's like, hey, man, it's one thing to take payloads and send them up to space. I remember Mm -hmm. Facebook had a satellite that got totally destroyed. And they're like, whoopsie doodle. We're SpaceX still learning. And then the moment it became humans to the ISS, it's like, oh, oh, dear. You can't mess that up.
2: Yeah, Yeah, right? You need to get it right. Uh, so that's yeah, that's fascinating. And and they're 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 relying on SpaceX even more. There's been news coming out just this week about uh, additional missions because, you know, launching from the Baikonur Cosmodrome has become a little a little more problematic. A little bit complicated. A Tough events. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's get to our primary target. Netflix shook up the world last Wednesday, if you pay attention to Twitter, uh, with a post called "Paying to Share Netflix Outside Your Household." <gasps> they are launching two new features as a test in Chile, Costa Rica, and Peru. So I'm sorry, if you're not in Chile, Costa Rica, and Peru. You don't get to be fully outraged yet. <laughs> but if you're in Chile, Costa Rica, and Peru, here's the horrible thing Netflix is going to be doing. What they're They're going to uh, add a feature called add an extra member that lets standard and premium subscribers add up to two people that don't live with them. In other words, right now they say it has to be part of your family. And even if they don't necessarily live in your household, if they're dependent or stuff uh, that's still in the terms, but you can't have just a random friend or, and certainly not a stranger under add an extra member, you'll be able to do up to two of those kinds of people, uh, for around $3 a month extra. Those people even get their own logins and passwords. So it's a security thing too, where you're not sharing passwords around. That's one of the horrible things that Netflix is doing. The other is called transfer profile to new account. So now all the plans, basic, standard, and premium subscribers can let people who use their account, keep their profile, their recommendations, their view history, all of that, if they move to their own account. That includes those extra member accounts. If you take somebody and like, okay, you're gonna pay $3 an extra, give you your own login, they can move their profile to that, that new login. This is a very soft way to encourage folks to start paying for their own account. You're giving them an exit strategy, like, look, you won't even be losing your stuff. You take it with you. Uh, it's cheaper than just making everybody have to go get a full new account because it's $3 a month or so. And you can keep your history and all that. Netflix has already been testing ways of notifying people if it thinks they're not using their own account, these are very rare. Most people don't end up tripping over these. But the notifications come with new options now in these three text, test markets. So if they say, hey, we, we, uh, are you the owner of this account? You, you can log in and verify. Also, you have these other options. One of the things Netflix has always done, if it does detect that, is to give you the option to verify later, which is essentially the like, no, I don't want to do anything. I'm going to keep sharing my account button, uh, which they wouldn't have to do that either. So, uh, I don't know, Brian, people seem to got their nose bent out of shape. Like, ah, oh, it's a horrible plan. Here goes Netflix cracking down. It it didn't feel very heavy handed to me.
0: To, to be honest, I was rather astonished by any kind of outrage about this. A bunch of people were, uh, tweeting about it, freaking out. And I'm like, uh, you do realize like from the beginning, the expectation was you were buying per household and it was and they were very 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 lenient about all of this. They were like the coolest of all the RAs in all of the dorms about this stuff. And then finally they they said, "Look, man, we don't even mind you smoking pot in the dorms. We're not going to talk about that. We're just going to say we can't smell it in the hallways. And and all of a sudden, everyone's like, whoa, man, this messed up. You used to be cool, and now you're not cool anymore. And it's like, uh, take that in contrast from, let's say, uh, HBO, uh, which took a hard line, where it's like, uh, uh, none of our stuff is gonna be available digitally. Game of Thrones, you have to buy a cable subscription, you have to subscribe to us to watch it. Oh, is there a giant piracy market for it? Well, we'll enjoy all the notoriety and the compliments that that gives us, but we'll not acknowledge uh, anything for years and years. And then finally, we'll slowly roll out uh, uh, legal options for this stuff. Um, This seems like the gentlest of nudges, and I think the response has been ridiculous and outsized to it. Uh, uh, to be honest, I, I I can't wait for them to take a heavier hand to all of this.
2: <laughs> Brian, there you hear it first. Brian calls for Netflix to crack down harder. I want <laughs> I want them to
0: charge more and enforce more laws. I, I'm, I'm 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 the authoritarian Netflixian.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, I I did read some 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 more reasoned analysis saying, yep, this is Netflix having to monetize. Uh, where, where they are saturated, which is you know domestic market, U.S. and Canada particularly, uh, they they realize they have to make more money per user, and <laughs> I think they also realize that it would be really unpopular if they just suddenly started cutting people off by IP address, uh, and so this is their way to say, well, let's try to make it easy, let's try to make it like a no-brainer for people to go. You know what? I am tired of running into login issues. I am tired of like, oh, dad changed the password again. I am tired of like, oh, it's the only the two stream plans and two people stream, but I don't wanna lose all my view history. Well, they took that, that reason away. Oh, but I can't afford the full plan. Well, how about you just get added on to the plan you're on for $3? Can you afford that? Like, I, I feel like they're trying to help you do what to them is the right thing and and the crazy
0: part is they're not even doing it to uh, uh, quote-unquote us as americans they're 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 announcing that they're they're testing it somewhere else yeah right right exactly i mean it's um uh i i i think this is long overdue i think this is a band-aid that needs to be ripped off but instead they're very slowly peeling it off and and everybody's freaking the hell out about it and Yeah, it's probably not warranted.
2: It's just hair getting ripped up. You're not getting cut. Yes. It feels bad. Although it's not even affecting most of the people I've seen complain about it. Uh,
0: Uh, Those, of course, are the people screaming the loudest are the ones who are the least effective.
2: I haven't talked. I I have I have had a couple people like my co-hosts on Daily Tech News Show who were saying like, oh, yeah, this will affect me. Uh, For instance, Amos, Anthony Lemos. He and his wife, because of work arrangements, have two locations they live in. And, and often they are in different locations. Uh, he was like, this would affect me. But I'm like, have you ever seen that warning? He's like, no. I'm like, "And I don't think Netflix considers you to be in violation. They, they're like, oh, yeah, same, same credit card, same billing account. I don't know. There's something in their algorithm that's like, yeah, we get it. You guys are fine. Like, they're not even heavy handed on those notifications.
0: So I think that this is the right time for this because what i am seeing outside of netflix are moves that have really surprised me uh without mentioning who they are um uh uh there was an advertisement w- uh, that uh we rejected here uh, uh because the ad copy said hey man if you're doing netflix you're doing it wrong without a vpn because if you oh, use uh-huh. a vpn you could get so much more stuff. And and I'm like, like, first of all, subversion of terms of service, like, like you, you don't get to do that. Like we are now at a place where VPNs are actively paying, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars to put out the message of screw Netflix. Here's how you subvert their stuff. And, and, and nowhere in that ad copy was, there's a violation of your terms of service and, and so on. Uh, so it's about time for Netflix to, to get a little tougher.
2: I I also think there's a little bit of that general distrust in companies that, that is pervasive these days where folks are just jumping to the conclusion of, well, sure. They wrote a nice blog post, but you know, what's going to happen in two months, they're just going to start yanking people's accounts. I know they're saying all these nice words, but I don't believe them. Uh, and I get that. Uh, oftentimes those are, those are certainly worthwhile concerns. Netflix doesn't have a track record that makes me think they'll do that. I I may change my mind later and go, well, yeah, y'all were right. Look, look how, how jerks they're being. But Netflix generally has really soft pedaled this stuff in the past. And I don't see any indication that they're suddenly about to do a change. So I wouldn't expect them to go start yanking people's accounts. I expect them to hope that people will walk through the open door. That they they've opened and they know not everybody will but the more people that do the better for them
0: well and and as we've talked about before uh, convenience trumps fidelity if you make it very easy if the easier option is to just add yeah. a person or to move your account to your new family because think about it like uh, uh netflix streaming is what 10 years old now and yeah. so and so there are people who have gotten married started families gotten divorced moved on to other families and that stuff is all still entangled and and uh i I think a good uh place to model all of this is is i think Apple has been uh very good stewards of people's intellectual property as um uh, uh, in terms of even now you know uh over a year after my brother's passing uh I have the option i I can't emotionally bring myself to do it, but all I have to do is provide a, a court document and they will transfer over my brother's entire iCloud account. Like they consider it real digital property and Mm -hmm. to see Netflix even take a baby step in a similar direction, I think is very healthy. It's good for Netflix and, and ultimately it's good for uh, everybody who uses the service.
2: Yeah, no, it's smart. It's smart to say like, let's, let's make it less painful. Let's make it easy. Let's, let's make it cheap. Uh, Let's 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 take away all the excuses to not do the right thing.
0: If I'm hearing you correctly, uh, if there's going to be a news headline for Tom's opinion, it's Tom to Twitter. Shut up, babies. <laughs> I don't know that I'd write it like that. No, no, no but I like, would. Yeah, because I'm Settle I'm the editor down. in this scenario. I wanna go wanna grab them headlines.
2: On to Twitter. Settle down, everyone. It's not <laughs> as bad as you think. Shut up, babies. Got it. And that's <laughs> a lot. With a yeah. the slammer. The headline <laughs> right, we will call it shut up, babies, which is always the way that
1: Two period marks at the end. There's, <laughs> there's also a chance that this won't like right now, Netflix plans include multiple streams, include a specific number of streams per account. So I've already
2: been there for a while, right?
1: Yeah. So I wonder if this is, there have been talks of Netflix doing say like mobile only plans or cheaper plans in different parts Mm -hmm. of the world. I almost wonder if this is something for those types of plans where like, Hey, we're giving you a $10 a month plan, but you only get one and we're going to like make you do two FA codes to log in.
2: Yeah. And, 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 and this way if people are like, Oh great. Now I have to, uh, kick people off of the account, they can say like, no, you can just add them on or, or if they go, they won't lose their program, won't punish them by them losing their view history. Yeah. Uh, that's, by the uh, way,
0: chat room, uh, reminding me that this is a good hot button topic. Uh, this, we want to hear from you guys, cordkillers at gmail.com. Please weigh in on whether you think this is the worst thing ever or the best thing ever or too much, not enough, all that stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also give us money at patreon.com slash cord killers. Uh, uh, now
0: explain this part to me, Tom, because mm. I've always just done this show just cause it's fun to talk to you, right? Uh, uh money, what's it good for?
2: Well, uh, I, I don't know about you, but I eat food mm. and when I go to buy that food, they always demand that I hand over money. Hmm. Uh, it could be digital money and my credit card account. It could be real paper money or coins or whatever, Okay, but I can't eat the food unless I give them the money.
0: Right. Okay. So that explains why we would want money, but why would Mm -hmm. people
2: want to give us money? Because if we don't have money to eat the food, we die, Brian. And then we can't do the show anymore. Which, by the way, is a little bit
0: little bit on the nose, considering that I caught COVID for the second time and then went into respiratory distress and had to go to urgent care last week. But it wasn't a food problem, <laughs> thanks to our patrons. That's correct. So head on over to patreon.com slash cornkillers. You'll get your own RSS feed. You'll get early access and exclusive access to our After Talk segment at the end of everything we're, uh, look, you get to be our boss and we get to work for you. It's a, it's
2: a good deal all around. Yeah. Uh, we're just like Netflix, opening the door for you to do the right thing. <laughs> we won't make you do it. Patreon.com slash Cord Let's talk about how to watch. For more than a year, I've been that guy like, Amazon doesn't own MGM yet. HBO doesn't own Warner Media yet. And that's all happening. Finally, we can say Amazon closed its acquisition of movie studio MGM on Thursday. Uh, They have not detailed how they're gonna integrate it into Amazon Studios, uh, but they're getting a bunch of content. MGM makes James Bond, Rocky, Pink Panther movies. Uh, They also make TV shows for other platforms, Handmaid's Tale, uh, Vikings Valhalla for Netflix, Fargo. First off, don't jump to the conclusion that all that content is going to go right on to Amazon Prime. Uh, Studios often make content for partners and have contracts that keep that content there, sometimes for a long time. Uh, See the very slow unwinding of Netflix's deal with Disney over Marvel shows uh, or the bouncing of Harry Potter movies between Peacock and HBO Max. Uh, In fact, Variety reports that the EU approved the merger without conditions because, quote, MGM's content cannot be considered as must-have, uh, which sounds like they're throwing shade on MGM. But what they mean is you can't, like, corner the market by having MGM. That's, that's, that's not all you, you need and in the, in the you, whole thing's you over.
0: You can't be accused of being a, a monopolist because you have right. MGM if- Content.
2: If Amazon were to cut MGM content off from everybody else, it would not ruin the marketplace is all they're saying. Uh, MGM is certainly going to make more content for prime video, but Amazon has indicated it'll still operate as a studio making content for other clients. So they're not, even though they could, they're not going to go that way. Uh, The back catalog is probably the biggest boon for Prime Video. MGM holds the rights to nearly 4,000 films and 17,000 TV episodes. And that's part of what I thought was an interesting piece of analysis from Protocols' Yanko Rettgers, arguing that while some extra content for Prime Video won't hurt, the bigger win for Amazon is from advertising money. Uh, Fast Services, a.k.a. free ad-supported television, is a hot and quickly growing streaming market, especially as people get tired of paying for everything. They're moving to the free stuff. And Amazon owns one of the top fast services in IMDb TV. IMDb TV has 120 million viewers a month viewing its ads. That's more than the entire cable install profile in the United States. Uh, Prime Video subscribers can watch IMDb TV content as well. But what you may not have realized is if you are watching something from IMDb TV, even if you're using your Prime Video account, you get ads. There is no ad-free version of IMDb TV. So if you inject a bunch of MGM library content into IMDb TV, that's going to raise your ad revenue because there's going to be more cool stuff. People are going to watch it. Uh, James Bond movies, for instance, have only ever been available for rental or purchase. So they might say, well, if you don't want to pay to watch James Bond movies. We'll make them available with ads and then they make a bunch of ad revenue. So, uh,
0: the immediate thought is that what you're really buying is, is the catalog. My brain instantly went to, and I, I'd be curious to hear your thoughts on this is, uh, uh, uh the rights to play with IPs, right? You know, the, the, the young James Bond or, or what have yous, you know, uh, uh, stuff that Rocky,
2: the next generation
0: or, 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 but, but imagine like in all those 17,000 TV shows or whatever uh, some kind of crazy mashup of we're not very far uh, in a world where we've seen, you know, Wandavisions and so on from the ability to completely digitally take assets, characters, likenesses, actors, synthesized voices, and do a crazy mashup of all of 1960s television appearing to interact with each other and in, in, in call it a new thing. You know, uh, 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 you know, Pleasantville, uh, whatever, what have you. Sure. Um, I think there are truly exciting possibilities and uh, Amazon is the kind of moonshot company, you know, that'll build a rocket or or decide to deliver everything overnight. Well, with Blue drones. Origin's
2: a separate company; it's not part of Amazon. But,
0: but you understand uh, yeah, the, yeah. the the ethos. Behind I'm just heading it. off
2: yeah. that email. Okay, right. all
0: right. But uh, but my, my my point being, uh, I think there's going to be some really crazy things. I mean, they're already trying crazy things by paying 150 million dollars for. The, the story guide to the Lord <laughs> yeah. of the Rings universe, and then making up new stuff, you know.
2: Yeah, I I think you're right. I, I I think Amazon will exploit this IP in various ways, but I don't know if that's the easy win. I don't know if that justifies the acquisition. I think the ad revenue is the thing we're like. Well, even if nothing else works, Absolutely. we're going to make our money back, right? I, I, yeah, so th- that, that, that's then, the nuts and bolts answer. Exactly. And yeah. then the upside is we also have all this, uh, these other toys that we can now play with without having to pay extra uh, for them. You know, so so, yeah, I, I would fully expect them to see maybe not James Bond. The thing to keep in mind is the Broccoli family is very careful with how they want the Bond franchise to be treated. And they have a lot of say in that. I think Amazon's going to be very sensitive to that. They're, they're very good stewards of stuff. Uh, they they even with movies have been much less aggressive than Netflix, respecting the 90 day uh, thing when it was still a thing. Uh, so I would expect James Bond won't be the first thing you'll see Amazon exploiting, but there's lots of other stuff in that catalog. Meryl Barr was pointing out that Stargate is owned by MGM. They had a whole streaming service uh, that they tried around Stargate. Imagine putting Amazon's juice behind something like that. I, th- I think there's lots of possibilities. I,
0: I think if we're going to wildly speculate, I want most to see them take m- very like like seven different very obscure properties and somehow mash them all up you know play play with the the toys that are the most resilient and 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 are the cheapest you know so if they break something it's fine
2: and don't forget mgm also runs epics the movie streaming service oh yeah uh so they might just take that and just put it in prime video it's already an add-on you can already buy it as an add-on uh, it'd be kind of fun if, if Amazon's like, eh, it's free now. If you get Amazon Prime Video, you get Epics.
0: See, uh, uh, this is the marketer reminded me is like, no, keep on selling it. And then you're paying yourself twice. <laughs> that's good well, stuff. You, you keep
2: on selling it, but you make the prime people get it for free.
0: Nope. Right? You sell it to them too, Tom. You don't understand. Not, There's
2: monies. <laughs> that's Emma, but Emma, nobody's buying it. I I'm 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 saying they might make more money by putting it in prime video than by trying to sell it twice to the prime subscribers. Yeah. Fair enough. Oh, yeah. Uh, also uh, side note, IMDb TV uh, renewed a trademark or Amazon renewed a trademark uh, for a name called Fairview. And a lot of people have been thinking they might change the name of IMDb TV. Uh, I don't know if they'll change it to Fairview. That makes me think of where my grandma used to live in a one room uh, house. Fireview or Fairview fair fair view oh. uh and the imdb tv goes under the name mini tv in india um so i don't know they they, they may be changing it we'll see all right let's talk about what to watch in under surveillance I like We like to talk about experiments with streaming because, you know, new technology means new ways of watching stuff. And last Wednesday, NBA's matchup between the Dallas Mavericks and the Brooklyn Nets was broadcast on ESPN News as a 3D volumetric video. It was the first time a full game had been broadcast that way. Uh, It was a combination of ESPN Edge, Disney Media and Entertainment Distributions Technology Team, which is what we used to call BAM Tech. Apparently, that's their new moniker. Uh, and they got together with NBA and Canon. Canon used its free Point viewpoint video FVV system with more than a hundred data capture cameras positioned around the court to create a live sports broadcast merged with multi-dimensional footage. Something that looked like you were watching a real life video game. Uh, it looked like a video game, but it was the actual players. The Brooklyn Nets had previously used dimensional footage for replay clips and highlights. Uh, but this was the first full game and I was expecting it might look a lot better than those highlights, but it looked about the same. It looked a little like something was going on, because it was. Uh, But it was kind of fun.
0: So let me start with the case for why this is dumb. It looks dumb, Mm -hmm. and it's not pleasant to watch. And if you have a choice, you would definitely watch the actual game, right? Sure.
2: Yeah. Gotcha.
0: Uh, Separate uh, vector. Uh, I just got back this morning from Las Vegas during March Madness. Where I learned to gamble on college basketball, I bet I bet on two games. Uh, I had so many exciting adventures. For the very first time, I got to care whether or not my my uh, uh,
2: alma mater, uh, Texas, won or beat the spread. So instead of snidely looking at me and like don't you think those boys ought to get paid when I'm watching a college game? You're like, please unpaid college people win. Work harder. Uh,
0: I, I also got to be that guy at the restaurant who uh, rudely says, excuse me, can you change that game over to the Texas uh-huh. game? I got uh-huh. to, to uh-huh. cheer apropos of nothing in the middle of a, of a steak place. Uh, nice. uh, <laughs> um, but along the way, I also had the experience of like wanting to check in on how things were going, and so there were pretty much two ways to do that. One was the uh, low data band, band bandwidth, uh, high latency or low latency version, which was basically you could see the score, uh, you know, update instantly. Um, uh, the the higher one was trying to get a video stream on my phone. But I wonder if there's a case for this as a middle ground that gives me. Like, like maybe, maybe there's enough, um, uh, uh, take the Unreal Engine, all you need is a, a decent uh, uh, flow of data points of who's doing what, and you're pretty much watching the game pretty much in real time. It's better than just watching numbers and not knowing what's happening, uh, but, but does it require as much data as actually watching? This
2: requires it, more data, though. W- uh, well, this requires w- way more data.
1: Correct. In the, in this implementation, the thing Brian is describing does
0: not. correct. You were just, if Brian you t- describing. If you take
1: the data that is gener-
0: that is generated out of this. You could very quickly reduce it to a bunch of player does and and, and all of that stuff. I I'm doing the thing that Brian does where he thinks you know, I something I don't that is know not if
2: that's <laughs> true or not, though. Uh, oh. Because I I would like to go back to your first point before we get to your crazy point. Okay. Uh, the first point. This is dumb and it looks dumb. Sure. Right now it does because uh, it's early days and that's why they didn't put it on ESPN. They put it on ESPN News. But the way you get it to not look dumb is to keep doing this and, and to keep refining it. Uh, I was, and I was a little disappointed that it didn't look that much better than the highlights. But imagine a world where this doesn't look dumb. And now you have a choice of watching a flat representation or watching the 360 and, and maybe even having control of viewpoints because uh, they had six virtual cameras coming out of these hundred camera sensors. I I think this is maybe several years away, but this is the way you will be watching all those games in the future. Uh, well, and in,
0: in, uh, uh, the
2: immediate
0: things that pop out to my mind are, I was surprised at how much you know. Uh, uh, stopping all the action to review who touched who, where, and whether a ball got touched or whatever. That this will certainly help to resolve that and make right. those moments. when there's a like, oh, shorter. we
2: don't have a good angle. This will be like, we got all the angles. Correct. What angle. Do you want we can exactly? See everything. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and and if
0: algorithmically it can you know represent the game to your interests, uh, uh, I, 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 I think there's incredible potential. However, what I, what I want to make clear is I think there's modest potential in the sports enthusiast world, but we're entering a world where gambling is becoming uh, legal and ubiquitous. And in and, and in that world, this will be extremely valuable.
2: I'm really trying to keep keep the order of the explanation uh, here because I, I want to widen out to that, to your experience at the end. Uh, and, and so the only thing I'd, I'll add here is, uh, you know, the the, I I saw, I see some, some comments in chat were like, yeah, but why do we need this? Like, why'd you need HD? You can still see the game. You can still see what happened. Why you need a bigger screen. This, this is that, this is like, you know what? There may not be any other reason with except, you know, when they get the technology working, it's going to look a lot better. You're going to see a lot more. Then we get to Brian's point, uh, which is, and all of that data capture, might be used for other things too. And I and I think you're right. That's when, you know, the fact that you could throw a little machine learning on there and say like, all right, well you're using this to be able to recreate the three-dimensional body of a player, now you can also tell me other things about that player. Now that you've defined the player, uh tell me other stuff. I don't know if that's faster than I I I don't know if that's better than than the lag-free alternative that you're getting uh, or not, but it's certainly interesting to think about.
0: Uh, yes. And it certainly is. Um, I mean, this is a space that needs to be played with because uh, whether we know the right answer and the right purpose for it now, we certainly will discover it eventually. Like uh, exactly what you said with uh, HDTV.
2: Mark Wade's comic series Irredeemable and Ir- Incorruptible are set in the same universe and time period. One's about a Superman-like hero called the Plutonian, who goes bad. And the other is about a supervillain who turns to good. His name's max damage, by the way, it's a great name. (laughs) Uh, Netflix is developing a live action feature based on the books. James Samuel, who did the harder they fall will direct Kemp powers who wrote the Oscar nominated one night in Miami will write and Sean Carter. You might know him as Jay Z along with James Lasseter are producing.
0: Uh, Question: uh, are, are are these in any way related to the
2: the Miller World uh, acquisition? No, I don't think so. I think these are just outside of that. Is I it could from be wrong. Boone there might be some yeah. There, but yeah, I, I, I guess I, I keep waiting
0: for the 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 yeah, Miller yeah. World success this story. This is just
2: another. Another, yeah. another. Unless there was a Miller World license with boom somehow that we don't know about, but yeah, there's no obvious connection.
0: Yeah. But meanwhile, I have heard tremendous things about these particular, uh, uh, stories.
2: I, I, I read these while they were coming out, uh, love them. I think it's a great story. I think that incorruptible is what made irredeemable in my opinion, better than invincible, which I also read. Uh, which is also unaffiliated
0: get, with either of them, and now a cartoon yeah, over on Amazon exactly, Prime. Exactly, <laughs> on Amazon. Uh,
2: but I, I, the idea that you had two parallel stories going was really fun. I'm curious how they do that in a feature, but I also think that it's good that they're doing it as a feature, rather than trying to do series, which could be problematic.
1: Yeah,
0: well, especially because once you have a success, you want to try to squeeze as much as you can out of it. As we saw from Game of Thrones and, and like, like, uh, uh, there, there's a wonderful honesty to a feature where it's like, Hey, here is a story that will have a beginning, a middle and an end, and it will be over. Please enjoy.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm looking forward to this uh, and it's a good crew. It's a really talented, like Oscar nominated crew uh, working on this. So that's a, that's gonna be really interesting to look at. Uh, Marvel released a trailer for one of the new TV series called Ms. Marvel. Kind of looks like a high school romance comedy take. You know, they all have these kind of genre spins that that's the genre it looks like. Uh, Ms. Marvel is Kamal, Kamala Khan, who in the comics uh, can shapeshift, although, it's not clear if that's exactly what she's going to do in the TV show. Uh, series premieres June eighth for a six episode run.
0: Uh, I, I watched this trailer and um, had two simultaneous thoughts. One, this is so not for me. Two, I am so happy it's happening. Like, uh-huh. like, like, yeah. like, it's time for Marvel to stop doing the four quadrant appeal to everybody thing and instead just start appealing to individual segments of various quadrants and including stuff that is not for me. And, uh, I, I, visually it's a treat, uh, and, in uh, story wise, uh, I, I don't have, uh, any connection to it, but, but I'm really happy they're doing it.
2: Yeah. Your daughters may be more likely to grab you and sit you down and make you watch this than the other way around. Right.
0: Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, I think, I think it's interesting and, and it looks it looks very similar. I'm blanking on the names, but the Netflix has done some like um, uh, Mindy Kaling uh, produced uh, high school comedy romance series. It looks like it's kind of trying to be in that vein, uh, which those were incredibly popular. So uh, I think it's probably probably a good a good move. And you're right. Uh, th- being able to to move out into multiple viewerships means that sometimes you're not going to appeal to the mainstream, which makes for better stuff, I think. Yep. Back in the 1970s, ABC's Wide World of Sports gained viewers by televising stunts like Evil Knievel jumping over canyons. Uh, in the 2020s, Hulu is partnering with Red Bull for a three-hour live stream on April 24th, in which two solo pilots will swap planes mid-flight. If that's not enough, they're going to do it by putting the planes into vertical nosedives and then skydiving out of each plane into the other at 14,000 feet.
0: Uh Tom, as a late 40s m- male, I am horrified by this, and I question the ethicality of this ghoulish demonstration for money. However, as a variety arts entertainer who literally wrote the book on fire eating and a fan of Harry Houdini, who used to, you know, walk up and down the wings of a biplane, uh, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> and as somebody who really enjoyed watching Felix Baumgartner, j- you know, jump out of a balloon jump from the of edge space. of space, yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 I, I, whatever that fascination is, um, I am truly torn between my uh, belief that that the truest arts are the most honest arts, and there's nothing more true or honest than saying I'm gonna I'm gonna look death right in the face. Uh, I might die right now you want to yep. watch like that is pure honest art however as a uh, as a father of three i'm like oh you, you what are you doing why can't we see nice stories
2: <laughs> you know what i mean why would they have to do that to two perfectly good people right exactly um, yeah i uh, as an early 50s man uh <laughs> i look at this and say oh here we are in the 70s again it's not or, just or the 20s again back. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, this is, this is very evil Knievel. This is very, uh, let's take your mind off the world with stunts. Um, literally take your mind off possible nuclear destruction with stunts, just like the seventies <laughs> kids. It's, it's, uh, talk to me. It, it's, it's a great time. To uh, cord killers uh, at gmail.com
0: is, and, and this is one, like, I am sincerely soliciting, uh, your personal gut reaction to this. Is this, Uh, just automatically awesome, dope, let's go? Or is this automatically gross, crass commercial? Or is it automatically, uh, uh, who's allowing this these days?
2: And the the other interesting thing is when Felix Baumgartner did it, it was a YouTube live stream. This is Hulu. So I'm not even saying that's a step up, but it's a step into a different world. YouTube was like, yeah, we do people doing stuff. We just happen to work directly with this person, right? Hulu is saying, we are trying to do network TV level stuff. And so we're going to consider this to be that. Well, uh, and, and we want to drive people to think, well, I need Hulu because they do fun live things that I'll miss otherwise.
0: Uh, which I think is a very smart play for Hulu. Uh, when uh, Felix Baumgartner did his thing. Uh, that There was one sponsor. It was Red Bull. It was They mm-hmm. never advertised Red Bull. They were just the sponsor of it. It was an event that was happening, and whatever happened happened. But I have to imagine that Hulu is going to have uh, full-on ads. Like, uh, uh, if you have irritable bowel syndrome. It, it might not.
2: I mean, it will on the ad tier. Yep. But if you're paying for the free tier, probably won't. Oof. I don't know. So it's many complicated ethical
0: questions. I don't know. I love it.
2: Yeah. Uh, at the PGA Awards, which uh, are the Producer Guild, not the uh, Professional Golf Association, uh, Deadline asked Squid Game creator Huang Dong-hyuk if cast members from season one would return in the next season of Squid Game, uh, to which Huang said, no, because most of them are dead. <laughs> he then gestured. To Squid Game star Ho Yoon Jung who was standing next to him and played uh, Sae Byuk, uh, the North Korean defector in Squid Game and said I'll try something to bring them back to season two let's say uh, maybe she has a twin sister you'll see uh, that is the
0: kind of raw honest talk that normally you only hear behind the scenes at red carpet events and to have it just out on front street to the media chef's kiss love it
2: <laughs> I I I can't say I know why he reacted this way. You know, when the Ted Lasso people are farther down, they're like, well, we got lots of surprises in store for you. And I, I'm not throwing Ted Lasso into the bus. Like, that's what people say. Like, ooh, can't can't tell you anything, but wait and see. I just love that he's like, I don't know. I wasn't supposed to be here. This wasn't supposed to be this, this successful. <laughs> so, no, they're dead. Why would I bring them back? I don't, but maybe I will. I don't even know what my life is right now. How am I supposed to answer this? It's kind of the tone I took from it. All right, let's talk about what we've had our eyes on. Brian, what have you been watching?
0: Oh, there's a new show on Disney+. Plus. I don't know if you've seen it or heard of it. It's pretty good. It's a little thing called I Wonder, where they collect a whole bunch of uh, visual illusions, treats. You even get to learn some magic. Oh, wait, who's this that is the channel icon of I Wonder?
2: Scroll, scroll on up there. Oh, my God, is that my daughter, Josie? What are you going to do in the break when you tell us what you've been working on lately now? You've made this your... You made this your eyes on pick. That is amazing that she's in the uh, the the art for that episode. That's fantastic. Whole show.
0: Uh, 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 Bryce, do you do you want to talk through your experience with this? Because I already know my my version of the story. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I mean, I found out last week from I think from you via via text, and I like immediately jumped to watch it. I was taking notes of which uh, Scam Nation videos they use and where and how they edit it and uh, uh you know uh. I think they did a very good job. I think they pretty faithfully put the content that we made as Scam Nation into their show. Uh, and I think uh, uh, as someone who is kind of an educator, it seems like we got a lot of education out there. So I think it's really cool. And the, the shows are fun. The kids are going to love it. There's a lot of cool visual stuff. And if they like TikTok transitions, there's a lot of stuff like that.
0: Uh, it. It also is 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 a charming tale of of us making. It, it turns out some great lemonade out of lemons, right? So it's like pandemic happens. We can't shoot at the bars anymore. Right. I turn to my twelve year old daughter and, and 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 I I basically say. Uh I guess I'll teach you magic. Come on, let's go. <laughs> then, uh, we <laughs> produce on, good content. At some point Disney licenses it and now we're in uh, uh, half of all of the videos were a segment of I Wonder yeah. and uh and they, they you know they, they do a really good job of tipping the hat to you know, who these people are Mm -hmm. and, and, and why they, they selected it. Uh, but, uh, straight up, man, if you want to, if you want to learn some magic and watch me teach my daughter magic, go to Disney plus open up. I wonder, uh, it's, it's great. It's great.
2: Yeah. Uh, and it's EYE. If you're, if you're typing it in and and you can't find it, I, I, as in your eye. Yeah. Uh, Have anybody in your households, uh, watched turning red, the, the Pixar movie on Disney plus. I did. I don't know that my kids have, I, I, I may feel like your your daughters ought to watch it. Like uh, it's uh, kind uh, of targeted uh, towards teenage kids. Oh, you know what? As as a matter of fact, I'm almost
0: certain that, 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 that two of them already have, and they were Mm. kind of shruggy about it, but, but, but I watched it giving full attention and, uh, 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 talking about stuff that's not for me, um, uh, I, I ran out of steam. I got, I got, I got to a uh, spoiler alert. Uh, they reveal the mom, how big a MacGuffin she turns into, and mm. which I think is like eighty percent of the way through the movie. And then just sort of like, I'm gonna go to bed. Um, <laughs> uh, but, 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 good on Pixar for branching out to content that maybe is I not for me. I found
2: it delightful. Really. Uh, and uh, and and I really enjoyed the music, which uh, Billy Eilish's brother uh, not only wrote with Billy Eilish, but he was one of the the fake boy band's voices. Oh, that's great! Uh, you got decent decent music in there too. Uh, that was gonna be my eyes on, but honestly, r- before the show, uh, I decided to look uh, uh, at "Servant of the People." Uh, which is, of course, the TV show that uh, that Ukrainian president Vladimir Zelensky starred in before he became president. Uh, it's a show about a history teacher who accidentally becomes president of Ukraine. Uh, his story before the war was already weird enough that he was an actor who did a show about accidentally becoming president of Ukraine, then ran for president on an outsider platform and became president of Ukraine. Uh, But I was like, well, you know what? Let me just take a look at it. I've got a little extra time. I'm not sure I want to watch the whole series. After watching most of the first episode, I want to watch the whole series. And there's a layer of this is really weird because he is the president of a country being invaded and under wartime, but it's also just a really good show. Uh, and he's he's a good actor and is funny. It's in Russian subtitles, so if you don't do subtitles, I I didn't check to see if there's a dub or not. Sure, that might be a deal killer for some people. But it's well done and it's funny, and I'm like, darn, uh, you know what? Uh, he can act. Uh, uh, he's not just a president. Uh, Bryce, what what should we be on the lookout for?
1: Hey, we got an email from Sean the Dad about a show that the current president of Ukraine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, yeah, I uh, I also heard about this show. I haven't watched it yet. I have added it to my list. It's on Netflix now. Uh, one thing to note is that only the first season is on Netflix. Uh, the There's a second and a third season and a movie that they made that uh, are not on U.S. Netflix at this moment. But the first season, which is like 26 episodes, it's a lot of episodes in there, uh, are streaming there now. Uh, thank you, Sean. And if you've got something we should be able the look out for, email us, cordkillers at gmail.com. Thank you.
2: I did not realize. I did not look <laughs> yeah. to see that that was. Uh, oh, you know. oh I, I, knew, and that's why I enjoyed that
0: moment very much. <laughs> but,
2: <laughs> but that shouldn't stop us from discussing it. If there is any discussion, if not, yeah. we should just. Oh no, no. no. Uh, uh, as a matter of fact, I'll, I'll be really curious.
0: Um. Uh. And and maybe what I'll ask of you, Tom, is, as you watched it, was there any confusion? Because what? Uh, by, I, I fear that watching it uh, uh, whether it's good or bad would feel somehow ghoulish, uh, no, g- given the I, very real actually why I tragedy. I it, I was
2: like, I want to see how this feels. I'm just going to test an episode yeah. and see how it feels. And if it feels too like, mm, I, I don't know if the, this is comfortable, I'll back out. And it didn't, uh, it may get there later. It's, but you know, the first episode is him being at home with his family and they're like lower middle class. And He's a history teacher, and we're seeing the flashback of his rant and how it was captured and all that. And he's kind of thrust into the the presidential role and and just getting his his feet. So it's very different than the Vladimir Zelensky we see in real life, uh, especially right now. Uh, I don't know if that'll change in future episodes or not. That's a good It's a good point, yeah,
0: I'm a little scared to watch, but 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 I you watch know, the first
2: episode and you won't it, it won't feel that way. If anything, it'll you'll it'll you'll see like, oh yeah, no, he's, this is different. Even as president so far, he's different than he is as a, as a real person.
1: Yeah. I've I've only seen, I have not watched any of this, but I would like to, Uh, the only responses I've seen about it from people who have seen it are like, oh yeah, like this thing that happens in the show is kind of like what's happening in real life. And maybe that informs what kind of president he is, but also it's a comedy. And so it, you know, the, you, I, I'm 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 a, I'm told that you can you can separate the fact from fiction here. So, okay.
2: Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. No, it's it's definitely a comedy. It's also in Russian, not Ukrainian.
1: Mm. Hmm. Interesting ski, because that's <laughs> typical. ski. Kiev. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, uh, well, if, like you've, uh, if you've if uh, you've got something, we should be on the lookout for. Uh, make sure that Tom reads the rundown in the future. (laughs) Does not take it from Bryce? Uh, No, this is great.
1: This is better than, this is
2: more than I had for it. So I'm, but
1: I'm glad to hear that you had seen it.
2: No, the best thing is I could have just done turning red. You would have done the on lookout. I could have thrown my story in, (laughs) you know, anyway, uh, Brian, uh, is there anything, uh, that you've got going on that you'd like to tell folks about, man, there's like, so much I know, that I wonder, there's so much <laughs> that I want to tell people about,
0: but instead I want to tell people that all of this is made possible by our friends over at doghouse systems, head on over to doghouse slash rogue use promo code rogue. You're going to need a new computer at some point. Might as well get us the credit, help us work off our, our debt. And, uh, eventually we'll own these systems.
2: Yeah, it's <laughs> a show, Let's move on to the front lines. Front lines! The Apple TV app for Android TV, yes, I meant to say that, the Apple TV app for Android TV no longer lets you buy or rent TV shows and movies from inside the app. It used to do it, now it doesn't. Instead, it directs you to tv.apple.com or another platform, it doesn't even link, it just says go there if you want to get stuff. No official word, but... Uh, we suppose Apple maybe didn't want to give Google its 30% cut of everything they sold, you know, like other companies don't want to give Apple its 30% cut of the App Store platform.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't hear most of that. I was looking up the definition of the word irony.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <So> I, it <laughs> might it might apply. Yeah
0: uh meanwhile deadline sources say that christopher lloyd will be a guest star in season three of the mandalorian production is beginning for the season but there's no announcement on uh when we can expect it uh uh are we expecting like a max von Sydow five minutes that's it yeah
2: right yeah probably yeah I, th- I think so, especially uh, Christopher Lloyd. Uh, he, you know, he's still up and around, but he, he's not going to be doing stunts. I'm not, that's my guess. So, right. Yeah. I imagine it's a, you know, it could be a, a couple episodes, but a pretty, pretty brief. Like yeah, like Max Wentz. Yeah. Uh, or, or what was the, who's the director? Uh, Werner Herzog. Might be more like him, even. Oh, yeah. Uh, HBO is working on a fourth season of True Detective. Deadline says it is tentatively called True Detective Night Country. Uh, moonlight director barry jenkins is on board uh to direct as is writer isa lopez uh and no mention of nick pizzolato the series creator so he he may not be involved in this one
0: probably too soon to call on uh, how much to read into any of this but i know that hbo so far has been a very good steward of those of of that brand uh true to detective has had more hits than misses even the uh season two um there are legitimate grievances to have about it but i think in general it was really great
2: yeah uh i i ended up liking it more after i watched it than while i was watching it with that season but i think that's a good sign uh that i i still look back and like oh yeah there was some interesting stuff in there um so yeah i i I'm curious to see what comes of this.
0: Uh, meanwhile, Netflix is getting ready to shoot season six of The Crown and has put out a casting call for actors who look like, uh, I don't know, teenage versions of the princes William and Harry. No previous acting experiences required. So, I mean, oh. They
2: legitimately put pictures of, of, of teenage Prince Harry, teenage Prince William, and said, if you look like them, send us a video. Oh. we, we... <laughs> We we are casting a wide net. So, uh, what, if we're going to read tea leaves on that one, I would
0: say that they m- mainly have to stand in in the background of a bunch of probably. stuff, right?
2: Yeah, they yeah. probably don't have a lot of lines. They just want somebody who looks good. Although uh, the the younger Prince William, not the teenage version, but the I, I don't know exactly how old he is uh, in season five, is played by Donald Gleason's son, and Donald Gleason's playing Prince Charles. Oh, right on! Wow. Yeah. So they're just like, well, he looks like Donald Gleason. I guess he's going to pass for a son. Why not? Uh, a few more notes here. HBO Max released a trailer for season two of The Flight Attendant, returning on April 21st. Channel 4 has a trailer out for the third and final season of Dairy Girls. Uh, they did not announce a date. Uh, and that's one that after Channel 4, then it you know comes to Netflix or other places. Uh, there's a trailer out for season three of Barry. That's coming back to HBO April 24th. And Apple TV Plus set May thirteenth as the date for the Essex Serpent, uh, which is not about an actual snake as far as we know, but it is instead a Victorian period piece starring Claire Danes and Tom Hiddleston. Cool, But maybe there's a snake. You like snakes. Let's get to the dispatches from the front. We got an email from good old Andy Beach, who said, Hi, gents. I got to listen to this week's show much earlier than I normally do, which was exciting, and you talked about cloud DVR, something I've spent a ridiculously stupid amount of time working on throughout the years. So, Bryce, here's what Andy had to say. Legally, by law, in the United States, when you watch a dvr item, regardless of where it's stored, it's supposed to be a private copy, as opposed to what's called a common copy. All of this dates back to court rulings in the US about how time shifting of content and recordings of content can be used. Cable companies, and now OTT platforms like YouTube TV, are supposed to follow the letter of the law and therefore use a private copy in the US. It is widely speculated as to who is following the rules and who might not be, and I won't comment there. I will, however, tell you that from a public cloud perspective, as in like AWS, Azure, GCP, it's virtually impossible to design a cloud DVR system that follows the US regulations and is also actually cost-effective. Most cloud DVRs that are private copy run in private data centers. Common copy is something that can be done at scale in a public cloud, and a number of companies have explored this. I will, however, in closing, say that this is but one example of governments who don't understand a technology creating rulings on it that have extremely long-lasting implications. We've moved well beyond the infrastructure the courts thought they were protecting and they are now in fact hindering our growth. Hmm. Thank
1: you for that Andy. I yeah, I was mostly just speculating, but uh I, I'm glad to hear that this is something people have already considered and are looking into cuz yeah, it's it would not be feasible for any of these companies to have everybody's DVR be discrete files all the time. So, thank uh... you Andy.
2: Meanwhile, the, uh, in- well hold on. The the reason for this, the, the the I don't think the courts are wrong here because remember, the courts are just interpreting the law. Mm-hmm. They're not they're not saying what the law should or shouldn't be. They're saying this is what the law says. The law says you can record a private copy for your own use. So if you're operating a DVR system, the only thing you're allowed to encourage is people to make a private copy. If you're sharing copies among people, the way the law is written, that's not illegal. So I know Andy's kind of painting government with a broad brush. I don't blame the courts in this one. Personally, I blame the legislature. They should be creating a new law that addresses the new realities that Andy's talking about. Mm.
0: Uh, Alan writes in, Hey, Bryce. hi. Hello. (laughs) Hi, Alan.
2: I'm detecting a theme in
0: these emails. (laughs) I got an email yesterday offering Disney Plus for $2.99 a month as an add-on to my Hulu with no ad subscription. Looks like a custom URL, but maybe you got the same offer or will soon. Should make uh, paying for Disney Plus a little more palatable. I already subscribed to Disney Plus, so I kind of reflexively ignored the offer. But I think it's cheaper than what I'm paying now, so I'll have to do some math and reconsider uh, 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 outside of, you know, making sure to watch, I wonder a whole lot, mm-hmm. uh, 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 how does that land with you? Uh,
1: yeah, that's, you know, Alan, uh, it's, it's, I appreciate you sending this in because I had not looked, I had not looked since the Disney bundle was announced when it specifically was not for ad free Hulu, but it actually looks like that that is an option, uh, as a part of the normal bundle. So thank you for that update. And now I learned something.
2: You could always do it. You just had to call them in the past. So uh, it's nice that you don't have to jump their hoops. That's, that's good. Yeah. Uh, Michael from Texas wrote, this merger business and consolidating stuff, we may not want consolidated and increasing the prices reeks of, quote, we're going to charge you more because ESPN, even if I don't watch ESPN, even if I never watch ESPN. In other words, cable companies raising rates because they have to pay ESPN and it didn't matter whether you watched it or not. He says, if I don't ditch Discovery Max HBO Plus, Ultima charges too much before the price increase, I will surely do it then. Which I would editorially interject. They've not said there's going to be a price increase. So we don't know. Maybe there will, maybe there won't. I don't watch the Discovery stuff and I don't want to pay extra for stuff I don't want to watch. That's just me. Your mileage may vary. Michael from Texas. P.S., I like Bryce's idea of pay a few bucks for the slices you want of their content. Yeah. I might pay five bucks ish for the DC stuff and new releases of movies, say within the last year. But let me get a discount for opting out of all that other stuff.
0: I am digging the theme of just all the emails saying,
2: "Hey
1: Bryce," <laughs> <laughs> I you know we're we're we are entering a world where the streaming platforms are consolidating a lot more. Um, a lot of them are trying to be mega Netflix-sized conglomerates based off of old media companies that are used to cable slicing. Uh, I think if you look, especially HBO Max, which specifically, we talked about this last week, but has brand buckets already, it would not be crazy to see them slice that up and to say, if you just want Cartoon Network, here's $4, it's in the HBO thing. Or if you just want Discovery, like I think that would be smart. And I think the first person, the first company that does it in a way that is a good value will get a will get a lot of traction across the spectrum of budgets.
2: I don't know. Mm. Because as much as people say they want this, they don't want to deal with the decision making around it. Mm. People like what what's the big complaint right now? There's too many choices. Too many. Yeah. Right? If you add more choices within a service, I don't know if that makes it better. However, uh, I will say that psychologically, I recommend that people just look at what the price is whenever the price is the price and look at what you get out of it don't look about don't look at the parts that you don't get uh so in in michael's case if they do raise the price of hbo max forget about whether they're adding discovery stuff or not because you don't care about that look at the stuff you do watch and say is it worth this new price treat it like netflix raising raising the price and say it's worth the price, or it's not I, I, don't, I don't think you need to get bent out of shape but like, well, they did it because x. Uh, the price is the price, and you get something out of it and, and Bryce and I were talking about this before the show. there's lots of stuff in every service that you don't watch, but yeah. we don't think of that as paying for things we don't watch. We just think of the things we do watch and whether it's worth the amount that we're paying to watch those
0: yeah, yeah. the the difference, of course, and, and you might have already covered this, is that uh, ESPN directly Commanded and ext- you know they extracted a fee of like you want the uh, ESPN Yeah, sure. no 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 yeah, uh, that, yeah. in
2: the old way right, right doing it that 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 was a problem in the new way it's it because it, you can choose you know and right. you're not all or nothing on TV you get the chance to be like is that worth fifteen is that worth eighteen I don't know yeah. right hmm. well folks uh, our website is Cordkillers.com and you can find us there and you can email us. What do you think? CourtKillers at gmail.com. Let us know. We're live on twitch.tv slash night attack. Also carried at diamondclub.tv Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific.
0: Hey Tom Merritt, what's going yes. on?
2: I'm just hanging out here, watching the scroll go by. Uh, what are you doing?
0: Trying to set up a bit where we thank our beautiful, beautiful patrons. All these wonderful. I'm sorry, names.
2: I'm too distracted looking at these beautiful, beautiful patron names going by. Look at that one. I mean, if you wanted to be one of these people, Patreon.com/slash/CordKillers would be the place to go.
0: I mean, they're yeah. scratch—they're they're scratching our itch, like because we're I think addicted. As long as
2: it's consensual, like we're—we're
0: we're addicted to their money
2: and love. Might as well face it.
0: Well,
1: (laughs) God damn
2: it. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this (laughs) program.